0: Hey everyone, welcome to Tetsuo Tells a Story. I'm Tetsuo. Per request by one of my listeners, the following true scary stories are centered around the college or university setting. So, if there is a specific type or theme a story you want to listen to, you can comment it below or email me at story at gmail.com. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode titled Triple Dose of Scary College University Stories. Now, let us begin. (laughs) Story 1. This is a story about something I experienced at a security job. I used to work at St. Catharines University, an all-girl private liberal arts university in St. Paul, Minnesota. There are some exceptions for males through the master's programs. As a security officer, you had to ensure the campus was safe, and all that nonsense with buildings being patrolled constantly, as well as securing doors. And of course... I had to work the overnight shifts, which was typically 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Luckily, that night, I didn't have to lock up any buildings. I just had to patrol the majority of them. I patrolled a ton of buildings that night, and eventually realized that I forgot to finish my safety assignment. Which was when you had to check all the fire extinguishers from top to bottom. For the month of February 2005, I was assigned Mendel Hall, which was known to be the building where the science students studied human anatomy, biology, chemistry, and all those typical things. There were rumors from one of the overnight custodians that there used to be paranormal happenings in one of the rooms on the fourth floor of Mendel Hall. History has it that the school asked the bishop and another priest to come bless the place. Because that was where many people experienced weird sightings of dead bodies waking up from the dead. I laughed it off and told the custodian that I probably never seen those bodies anyways, since I don't think a fire extinguisher was in any of those rooms. Of course, I didn't think too much of it and eventually finished majority of the assignment already. Up until I came across the fourth floor that night, I only had one fire extinguisher left to check before I could head back across campus to the office where my other partner was waiting for me. I was so tired that night that I was so ready to just head back to the office and kick my feet up and end the night. But I had to finish this assignment quickly before I could do so. The funny thing was the fire extinguisher list had room numbers labeled on it, but the thing about it was that the rooms in the hallways were always getting renumbered so that meant that they didn't have their original numbers. I spent a good 10 minutes going from room to room checking for the last stupid fire extinguisher and I still couldn't find it until I realized that I haven't checked the rooms behind the double doors. These double doors look like those emergency room doors at the hospital. I had never gone back there since I started working. I swiped my ID on the card reader and opened the door. As I got in, I noticed there were four classrooms with single doors. They all had card readers on them. I looked around for a bit and noticed that the lights were flickering in the room closest to my left. I stood there for a bit confused and wondered if the custodian was trying to mess with me since he said he always left the lights on on the first floor of the basement. I radioed my coworker and informed him that the lights were flickering in one of the locked rooms at Mendel Hall and that I was going to go check it out. Again I scanned my ID and entered the room with my flashlight in hand. Before I turned on the light switch with my left hand, I noticed this weird smell. It had the smell of blood or something of that sort. Sort of like that dry blood smell when your nose bleeds. I didn't think much of it until I turned on the light and looked straight ahead. There was a whole classroom of body bags on a silver rolling stretcher. I immediately dropped my flashlight. And was shocked that there were actual bodies in the room. I quickly bowed down and told the bodies that I was sorry for disturbing their rest and turned my face left to which I finally found the fire extinguisher I was looking for. I quickly marked my initials on it and exited the room immediately and I ran all the way down to the entrance on the first floor. Then suddenly, I hear this weird voice say something. Hey, you. I turned around quickly to look and ran as fast as I could to the security office. It was around 3.20 a.m. Everything was fine and normal up until that time. I was finally able to kick up my feet on the table and sit down for a good chunk of time. Shortly afterwards, my co-worker told me that He was going to go out and patrol the campus in the squad vehicle. I told him that he was good to go and to radio me if he saw something suspicious. He then left. After about 20 minutes later, I feel this weird cold chill pass right through me for a bit and my body started to shiver from it. I knew that something wasn't right since there was no AC in the unit. I got up immediately and looked around my perimeter. I grabbed my baton out of my holster and released it. I also busted out my golden crucifix on my necklace given by my mother and guarded my position until my coworker came back. Later that morning, I got off from work. I went home, took a shower and brushed my teeth before knocking out on my bed. During my sleep I had this weird dream, I was in a garden trying to protect these kids from a mysterious man who bothered them quite a bit, and they didn't like it. As I tried to confront the man, he had his back turned away from me. I tapped him on the shoulder to get his attention. He immediately turned his whole front face towards me and spoke something in Japanese. My gosh. His face was so dark, with some scars and a white mustache. He looked like he was in his late 50s. His face woke me up immediately, and I jumped right out of my bed. It was only 8am. I was so scared that I did not go to sleep at all that day, until my mom woke me up. I told my mom that I had a bad dream about some Japanese dude Who scared me in my dreams my mom thought that I was playing around and laughed it off but when I told her that I had previously seen bodies before I came home she immediately gave me a rosary and told me to put it under my pillow before I went to bed that night and I did that I've never since had a scary experience again Story 2 During my freshman year at the University of Minnesota, I stayed at one of the dorms called Comstock Hall. Everyone became friends in my hallway, and because of that, we would sometimes leave our door open so anyone can come visit or hang out. There was this one night I was just chilling in my room, and I could see a group of friends gathered in the hallway outside of my room. They looked devastated or sad. I went to my friends and asked if everything was okay. One of my friends told me that everything was okay and to not worry about it. I asked him what happened and he said he thought it was not a good idea to tell me and to not worry about it. Saying this, he had a worried look on his face. I was thinking, okay, something tragic must have happened. Maybe a friend of theirs passed away. Anyways, I shouldn't be nosy about it. Soon after that, a lot of my friends had their pillows and blankets, and they were leaving. I asked where they were going, and they said they were going to sleep in the basement. The basement was a big, open hangout area with TVs and couches. I was like, okay, cool. A sleepover type of thing. Let me join in. My friend earlier was like, No, I think it's better if you stay in your room. I asked him why, but he kept saying the same thing. I don't think I should tell you about it. Don't worry. So I was like, okay, no biggie. I shouldn't be nosy. Mind you, my roommate also went with them. A majority of the people in the hallway went to sleep in the basement. But I knew for sure some friends of mine whose room was next to mine, stayed. I slept in my room that night and woke up in the later night around 3 a.m. I could hear creaking all over my room. For example, the creak would go from the floor to the wall to the ceiling and then to the other side of the ceiling. Being tired, I was like, eh, old building, no biggie. However, the dorm, was well built and you could not hear anyone going upstairs or downstairs. Plus, the creaking happened all over my room. So I thought, whatever, I'll just go back to sleep. A couple of days later, I found out that one of my friend, who was in the room right next to mine, got possessed. Supposedly, he has a strong sixth sense. Could be a shaman or medium. And the reason why my friends looked devastated they went to sleep in the basement was because they all saw him possessed and had to hold him down on the bed. I'm here still to this day thinking, they left me to die. Story three. I went to a tiny college in a small town The college itself is isolated from the town and it's also surrounded by trails and small patches of forest. This incident happened to me in my first year of college. My cousin, who was a year younger than me, decided to come visit me. She was interested in my school and wanted to come tour and do an overnight stay. She came during my finals week, which wasn't ideal, but it fit her schedule. She got a tour of my school, and I told her some of my favorite spots on campus. I told her that since it was finals week, I had to get some studying done. I usually only study in the library because I get distracted easily, so I told her I was going to the library. My cousin didn't want to stay with my roommate, and she had homework to do as well, so we packed our bags and headed to the library. I felt bad for her, So I bought a bunch of snacks and drinks from the campus convenience store, and off we went. When we got to the library, my favorite studying spots were occupied. You know, there's that one favorite spot you like to study in. Luckily, our library is huge. We found a study space in the top floor of the library. It was around 11 p.m., so even with the big windows, it was pretty dim. The entire section of our area was empty except for the two of us. I usually study on the main floor where there were a lot more people because I am a very paranoid person. But I wasn't scared this time because my cousin was with me. I sat at the table and she sat at the couch. At first we were loud and chatty so we couldn't feel the ominous atmosphere. But we eventually quieted down. And focused on our work i could hear noises but it wasn't like the library was completely empty so i didn't think much of it around 1 a.m my cousin had finished all the snack and drinks that i bought her and needed to use the bathroom it was straight down the long hallway and she wanted me to go with her it wasn't weird to me because girls always go to the bathroom together so we went Most parts of the library have sensor lights, so if an area doesn't detect movement for about 30 minutes, it turns off. However, these lights are super sensitive in my experience. As long as I fidgeted in my seat, the sensor would detect me and not turn off. My cousin and I were being obnoxious in the bathroom because she needed to poop and I was making fun of her. After being poop shy for about 5 minutes, she gave up and we headed out. All the lights were turned off. We were the only one left on the floor because the lights in the other sections were turned off except for ours. We walked to the bathroom and triggered all the lights. But when we came out, the only lights on were the hallway lights. I felt a shiver down my spine. Do they always turn off the lights at 1am? My cousin asked. I don't know. I've only been on the main floor. I've studied until the library closed before. And this has never happened, I answered. Well, when does the library close? She asked. 3 a.m., I responded. But I'm not sure. Maybe they turned off the lights around 1 a.m. on the other floors, since it's not the main floor. I tried to explain. However... I've never studied on this floor to confirm that theory. My cousin just nodded and we proceeded to our study spot. Luckily, the lights also turned back on as we walked and triggered them. I kept studying and my cousin started to pack up. Let me know when you're ready. I'm done studying, she said. She played on her phone while I kept studying. We sat in silence for about 45 minutes until we heard a library cart being pushed around. I shot a look at my cousin. I looked around and our lights were the only ones on. Okay, there has to be something wrong with these lights, I thought to myself. I tried to continue studying. The cart was being pushed closer and closer to us. I picked up my laptop and sat right next to her. As soon as I did, the cart stopped. Shoot, did whatever it was see me? Suddenly the big doors used to enter the library creaked open. These doors led to the main stairs that would be taken down to the main floor. Did whatever it was, leave? I did not know whether to be relieved or scared. I quietly packed my stuff and whispered, Hey, let's go. My cousin and I walked towards the door. We were about 20 feet away from the door when we saw the door being slowly opened. I looked at my cousin and she pulled me behind a bookshelf. The door opened a fourth of the way and quickly slammed shut. I swear, I could feel my spirit leaving my body at that point, and I couldn't even scream. My cousin was scared too, but she also had some training as an incoming shaman, so it's safe to assume that she wasn't as terrified as I was. I think. Whatever was there could sense how scared I was and began messing with us. The door started opening and closing. It wasn't like the scary movies where it dramatically opened and closed. The doors have these huge horizontal push bars and you have to push those bars to even get out. I hope that made sense. Anyways, the bar was being pushed and the door would open ever so slightly. And close again. Then we heard footsteps slowly walking up and down the main aisle. Up and down. Stop. Up and down. And then stop again. Then we heard running from around the entire floor. It sounded like whatever was there was taunting us, running up and down the aisles. I started to tear up because I was so scared. This continued for about 5 minutes. At this point, I was pissed off. It was 2am and I was just mad scared and I was so tired. My cousin took out a red triangle pouch and handed it to me. If you're a believer in shamanism, your parents probably have pinned them to your pillow or hung them by your bed. My cousin left our hiding spot and walked straight towards the door, leaving me behind. As soon as she walked, I walked behind her and noticed the door immediately stopped moving. She pushed the door and we walked out. I've never walked down the stairs that fast in my entire life. As we were walking to my dorm, my cousin pulled my arm and said, Let's, let's not take that way. Why? It's shorter. I just want to go to bed, I said. Trust me, she said. I trusted her, so we walked a different route. When we got to my room, we didn't even shower. We went to brush our teeth together and slept. Before we slept, my cousin told me to hang the red triangle pouch on my door handle. That night, I had a dream about a girl. She was a white girl, dressed in a white gown. She looked humanly, with pale skin. She didn't look scary, but she looked like she was scared. In my dream, she was knocking on my door. But I didn't recognize her, so I didn't let her in. I know you're in there. Open the door, I need your help," she whispered. I sat on my bed, and the knocking continued. Go away, I yelled. I laid on my bed and turned my head towards the window, and saw a horrible image of the girl. Her face was swollen, gray, burned, and bloody. Her tongue stuck out, and her hair was raggedy. She was furious and breathing heavily. (laughs) She looked through my window and launched right at me. That's when I woke up in a cold sweat. I started to cry and it was 9am and my roommate was gone. But my cousin was there with me, sleeping on the ground and woke up to the sound of my scream. I explained my dream to her. She told me about the incident that we encountered the night before. "'Your school is haunted as heck,' she said. She told me that I had a weak spirit. I get scared easily, which makes me an easy target. But I was especially vulnerable because my spirit was extra weak. It was probably due to the stress of college and finals." and the lack of eating and sleep. She told me that she felt something was off when we found our study spot, but she thought maybe it was a Friday and a lot of people didn't want to study that night. When she asked to go to the bathroom, she didn't want to leave me alone. That's why she told me to go with her. That was very nice of her. Then she asked me something that spooked me even more. Do you guys store cadavers here? She said. Um, yes. I think they got new cadavers for finals. For those who don't know, cadavers are dead bodies that are donated for medical practices. We have a lot of pre-med students who work with the cadavers. Remember when I told you to take another route last night? Well, I wanted to avoid the building that stored them. I could feel them there, so don't walk there anymore. Well, dang. It was the building right next to the library. I didn't even know and have walked past that building so many nights. I don't think the dream was for you. She asked for help. I have a feeling that the cadavers know that I could sense the spirits being there. I think she was trying to get to me, but... Because I'm a practicing shaman, I was protected. So, she came to you. She couldn't get through the door because of the pouch. That's why she went to your window. Well, I'm gonna need a pouch for the window too, I guess. Was all I could say to my cousin. My cousin also told me that she felt other ghostly presence around me because I was so weak. They wanted to weaken my spirit. And possess me good thing is i don't take off my protective red strings i was curious about our encounter in the library so i decided to search it up there was a whole thread of students talking about their experience in the library especially on that floor no wonder nobody was studying up there i don't know exactly what happened to cause the paranormal activity but Everyone talks about the library cart noise. Apparently, a librarian had a heart attack while on the job, and her ghost still haunts the library. Needless to say, I transferred out after my first year because I could not handle walking around campus at night after that. Thanks everyone for making it to the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode on college and the university settings. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to the channel. See you all in the next episode.